Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Excess Press. My name is Matt, and I'm the host of this Disney theme parks news podcast. And this is episode 60 for the week of April 7th, 2019. It's kind of crazy that uh, we are on episode 60 now. It's kind of nuts, but it's also awesome that we're in the first week of April. So again, people are on spring break, uh, heading down to Walt Disney World. But uh, but yeah, so today we're actually here to talk about the news, and I am uh, happy to welcome back Katie to the podcast. Katie, how's it going? Yay, thank you. Uh, it's going good. I'm glad to be back. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, you were you were out like the other week and that's okay. I uh I, the show went on, so we we did it. So, but we have lots of news to kind of go through today. So, we're just going to kind of jump right into it. So, I'm super excited because I actually finally booked our hotel for our trip in November. We're going the first week of November uh, and we're going to Old Key West. So I'm super Yay! excited about that. I love yeah. Old Key West. I know, so do I. It's it's great. Uh, we were hoping for Animal Kingdom and Saratoga or Saratoga Springs because that's what was available for DVC. But because that the weekend we're flying in is also marathon weekend. So like that weekend, some of those nights just weren't available. Mm-hmm. So it was a little bit tougher. So we couldn't get like a full night, uh, full week stay because that's what we're doing. But we're on the wait list for Animal Kingdom and Beach Club. So I'm hoping we get one of those. So we'll see. Awesome. Yeah. But I'm, I'm super excited because they actually just announced the dates for the 2019 Epcot International Food and Wine Festival, as well as the Epcot International Festival of the Holidays. Yay! Yeah, so it's crazy because it's the the longest uh, in record history or in the park's history. This is the longest um, that the Food and Wine Festival is going on. So it's running from August 29th to November 23rd, which is insane. That is. And I actually, that seems way longer than it has been. And I actually looked up what the dates were from last year. And it actually was August 30th but only until November 12th. So they're extending it by a whole like week and a half, which yeah, is like 11, 11 days. Yeah. So yeah. cool. Yeah. That's, that's to me. Yeah. It's nuts. It, so it's, it's 87 days in total. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm super excited because yeah, we, when we were booking our trip, we were like, Oh, is food and wine. So going to be going on. And yeah, I remember seeing it that the, the 12th was still there. So I was happy to see, or I saw that last year ended on the 12th and I was like, okay, well, it's definitely not going to end before that. Cause mm-hmm. Disney, they, they don't do that. They did. They just keep extending the dates. Um, I mean, soon enough, the, the Mickey's not so scary. Halloween party is going to be in July. So. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so, so that's going to be there. And then they announced that the eat the beat concert series will be running again. And that will be going from the August 29th to November 19th. So it'll cut a little bit shorter. Um, 
And then they also announced that the Epcot International Festival of the Holidays will be returning on November 29th to the December 30th. So there's going to be like a six-day turnaround between the holidays, which is kind of cool. Wow, that's kind of a quick turnaround. <laughs> yeah. There's not more time between. No, yeah, agreed. It's it's. I mean, the the kiosks are already there, so they're just yeah. gonna yeah repurpose them a bit and change the decor. Um, but yeah, so I mean, you're you're pretty much gonna get the same kind of uh, entertainment. They're good. The of course the candlelight processional is gonna be back. I mean, I know everyone loves doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's gonna be more um, storytellers, and then the holiday kitchens and stuff like that. So. But yeah, they, there wasn't much really announced. It was just kind of uh, announcing the dates. So it's, I don't know. I'm excited. And I'm excited to visit the Food and Wine Festival this year. Yes, me too. Be there in October. So right in the middle of it. Yeah. And yeah, we're, we'll definitely have a, um, a Food and Wine preview similar to what we did for the, um, I'm blanking on the name, Flower and Garden Flower Festival. Flower and Garden. Yeah, that was yeah. awesome. Yeah, so that'll probably be coming out in August, like I would say mid-August, right before uh, it starts. So that's probably when we'll do that. But uh, any any last thoughts before we kind of move on to the, the next news item here? I got nothing. Looking forward to another fun festival. Same, yeah. I mean, I wonder if they're going to bring in anything for the summer. You think at, like they're going to do anything like some kind of like something for the summer? They easily could. Um, I do feel like Epcot is one of the ones that it could definitely have a festival year round, honestly. That way they won't have to worry about bringing out all the carts and putting them away if they even still do that anymore. Um, but I think the festivals bring in a lot of crowds and they don't really need the additional crowd surge in the summer. They already have it. So I don't know. They could easily do it, I think. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know if they need to, but I think they could. Yeah, it's possible, but... Yeah, so it's kind of um, kind of a segue into the next news item, Katie. I'm gonna have you kind of run us through it. But uh, it, it, last week I had reported that um, the Disney After Hours will be going into the summer, which I was a little surprised about. Um, I didn't think they were because like the parks already have pretty late hours, so now they have these after hour events. Um, but they actually announced something really cool for the Disney After Hour events this week. So, Katie, what do we got? Yeah, so you did kind of mention this in last week's episode, um, but all of the Disney After Hours events um, are going to be starting earlier than usual and um, go throughout the summer. And um, for those of you who aren't familiar with the Disney After Hours, it is a special ticketed event. Um, only a limited number of tickets are available, um, and you can get you know, you, you see a lot of low wait times on most of the attractions. Not everything is open, but most of them are open. Um, and you can, if you have that ticket, uh, you're able to enter the park as early as 7 p.m. too. So um, you can even come in before the official after hours event starts. Um, and you can also get, you know, free ice cream novelties, popcorn, some bottled beverages. Um, all of that is included in the cost of your after hours admission um but the cool thing that they just announced is that the disney villains are going to be added to some of the disney after hours event nights from june 6th to to august 8th so super pumped about that i love 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 the villains um tons of fun exciting exclusive events are happening so there's a um like exclusive entertainment um there's gonna be a new brand new Disney villain stage show that uh, my favorite villain probably 
least top three villain, uh, <laughs> Hades. <laughs> I can never pick, but Hades. I love Hercules. So Hades from Hercules and Meg will set the castle stage ablaze in this all new stage show. It's called Villains Unite the Night. Um, so it's going to feature ma- mostly Hades and Meg from Hercules, but also have appearances from Jafar, Evil Queen, Dr. Facilier, and of course, Maleficent. Um, Maleficent also, when she's not performing on stage, um, the Maleficent as her dragon form will be roaming the park. So you all know Maleficent from the Festival of Fantasy Parade, her uh, steampunk style, her really awesome grin with the fire. Um, She is going to be let loose throughout the parks at night, breathing fire, creep along through the parks, um, and just have that really cool one-of-a-kind experience for party guests. And um, To me, this... Yeah. So go ahead. Yeah, you probably get some pretty cool photo ops with her, too. You can get kind of closer than normal than just standing and watching her in the parade. Yeah, to me, this is like, this is so awesome. I I really want to go to event, the event just for this because just seeing the Maleficent at night because you've no one's ever seen her at night. You've only ever seen her during the day, yeah. right? Right, yeah. And I can only imagine how cool she's going to be lit up. I mean, ugh, yeah. it's going to be so neat. Um, and it's actually kind of good that they're doing this because one major bummer note that they they did put out is that you will not be able to actually have any meet and greets with any of any of the other villains um so i was super super way into this the whole time and then i read that note and just thought oh dang it I yeah it's kind of the, meet them yeah it was like the gut punch at the yeah. end of the, the the blog article it was like and you can't meet and anyone you can't meet it you can just yeah. look like, ah, no because they're so hard to me i know they do meet yeah. some places but uh, so that yeah, is a bummer and i don't know yeah, why yeah it's been pretty rare events where they've had like villains out like they had that like unleash the villains a few years yeah. ago and it was like just hours of wait time trying to meet them but uh yeah it's <laughs> kind of a bummer. Yeah, so I get that because, I mean, even during the Halloween parties, I mean, people wait three, four hours to meet Jack and Sally, which I've never understood. I would never wait that long. But So maybe they're just trying to avoid something like that, like someone waiting, waste, you know, quote, wasting their money on this event and then complaining that they all they did was watch, meet one character. I mean, that's kind of the guest's fault, but, you know, whatever. Maybe that's why they wanted to kind of cut back on wait times and have the people just ex- enjoy the experiences more. I don't know. Um, it'll be... It, I've heard a lot of backlash on that so far, and it, it only just got announced. So everyone's pretty <laughs> bummed that, that. Maybe they'll have some something else pop up that'll uh, help people at least get to get a better interaction with the villains. So, But the yeah. stage show does seem pretty cool. Yeah, usually those stage shows are pretty awesome with the villains. Yeah, um, yeah super excited for this. Yeah. And yeah, there's there's going to be what I'm actually kind of uh, excited to see as well. I mean, I don't think I'll be going to any of these parties, but I want to know they're they're putting in villain inspired additions over at Pirates of the Caribbean and Space Mountain, so they're going to yeah. be changing up the ride a bit. So I'm super interested to how this is going to be. Is it going to be kind of like a layover, kind of like Disneyland does in Haunted Mansion and Small World, uh, maybe? I don't, I don't think it's going to be like a huge layover only because no. it's only at the event nights. I assume oh, true. For like, I assume like the Pirates of the Caribbean is going to be similar to what they did at the Halloween party last year. Mm-hmm. 
Whereas there was uh, there was a pirate. I forget his name, but there was just this like pirate who was a live character. He was standing up on this like balcony, and he's like yelling at the people on the boats or whatever. Oh. Um, and then in Space Mountain, they could easily just like do some kind of projection, mm-hmm. I assume, onto the the walls. I I don't know exactly what they'll do, but I'm really curious to see um, what that's going to be. Yeah, for sure. And of course, there's all there's no special event without event merchandise so you can um, find a bunch of different merchandise available with the new logo um, so you know your typical you get t-shirts and mugs and all of your other merchandise um, and of course wickedly good food and beverage as they're saying <laughs> um, so <laughs> they, they didn't really give any details on what sort of treats will be there um, but they just mentioned kind of referring to the villains They'll be inspired by the Evil Queen, Cruella Deville, Maleficent, Hades, Doctor Facilier, and even Emperor Zurg. Um, I was really excited when they wrote Emperor Zurg. I know he's so underrated. I mean, I know yeah. he has his ride, but I think he—he's a very underrated villain. So yeah. But uh, so yeah, so that kind of summarizes what the Disney villains after hours will be. The tickets will cost one hundred and thirty nine dollars plus tax in advance, but you can also buy them night of for one forty four plus tax. Um, but cool note is annual pass holder and DVC members do take a advantage of a thirty dollar discount. So. APs and DVC members can get tickets for as low as 109 which is pretty nice. So these tickets are not on sale yet. They go on sale on my birthday, actually, April 29th. So <laughs> just a couple weeks until uh, these tickets are on sale. Maybe I'll have to see if it's uh, available during one of my trips and maybe make my way down there just for a birthday treat for me. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I, f- <laughs> I, f- I feel like these, uh, if they keep going with these themed after our, our events, like they're going to start selling out like crazy. Because oh, yeah. Like the villains are, that's what people want to see the most. I, I, in my opinion, I think if they want to meet characters, it's the villains because mm-hmm. they're just, they're so rare. And this is, I mean, I know they're not going to meet them here, but at least like you get special events and stuff like that. Yeah. But, uh, oh, but they I could, love it. yeah, they could easily do different themes for the future. It, uh, it could be, it could be anything. I don't, I, I don't know. Star Wars, the Toy Story, or, uh, Maybe Fox characters or something. Who knows? Actually, yeah, that would be really cool yeah. with the kind of not so kid friendly characters. That would be fun. Yeah, because well, yeah, it, kids later. Yeah, because if it's like an adult, like after, because after, after dark, I would see more adults doing this mm-hmm. than kids. So, because I mean, if you're like a family of five and you have all these kids, they're probably not gonna want to pay for their kids to go to no. this event. No. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. yeah. All right, so uh, all right, so we're gonna move on to the next uh, news item we have here. I'm super excited about this one. So the haunted mansion now has a photo pass opportunity. Yes. Yeah, and it's kind of funny because it actually marks the 13th uh, photo attraction uh, <laughs> at Walt Disney World. So oh, Disney, you and your planning. Yeah, kinda, you know they did that on purpose. Yeah, it was kind of uh, <laughs> kind of cool coincidence there, but it, yeah, it works as standard as you standard as any other photo op, uh, photo pass opportunity. While, when you're on a ride, you just you're on it, and then you'll they'll be taking your photo, and then you'll be able to see it uh, in your account, and you can preview it in your My Disney Experience app. Um, so it's uh, when is it starting here? It will actually it's starting right now. 
uh, yeah, starting uh, if you if you go to ride it, it's happening right now. Uh, so which is pretty sweet. Pretty excited about that. Yeah, it looks cute. I was trying to figure out where they're taking your picture. I don't. Is it when they are when you're looking in the mirrors with the ghosts or the hitchhiking ghosts? Maybe. I don't know. I feel like it's gotta be something that I I would know. I would have no idea because there's not like any like shocking or like moments where like you would be making like a face or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I haven't looked this up. I yeah. I don't know where it is. I don't know. It'll be fun to see. Yeah. Disney also announced that they are also offering a few other opportunities around the Haunted Mansion on April 13th. So they done they didn't mention any of the details of what's happening on April 13th just yet. But uh, if we uh, if we get anything, we'll make sure we let you know. Oh, and actually, that's a uh, yeah, that's gonna be this uh, this upcoming Saturday. So well, as of as of this episode drops, it's gonna be the following Saturday. So. Mm-hmm. We'll know cool. for the we'll, yeah we'll, we'll let you know yeah we'll know for the next cool. recording. <laughs> um, cool. Any last thoughts on that? No, super pumped. I feel like it's only a matter of time until almost every ride has a photo pass experience. Yeah, I mean, I think when they said it was this was only the thirteenth photo pass for a ride, I was actually kind of surprised. I feel like there's a lot more than that, but thinking about it, I was like, oh, there's there's really not. Yeah, so there's, there's not a lot. Mm, pretty cool. Yeah. All right. So we're going to head on over to the Animal Kingdom now. And I was actually really excited about this experience. Now, there, there's a new new experience called Circles of Flavor, Circle of Flavors Harambe at Night. Have did you, So did you read into this at all? Only the little bit I have in the notes here. Uh, I hadn't heard about this, actually. So really yeah. interesting. Yeah, so this is actually a brand new dining experience, uh, and it's all about honoring the the endangered African animals as well as celebrating the beloved story of the Lion King. Uh, so this is a very unique way uh, to dine over at the Animal Kingdom. Um, now, how this how this dining experience is going to work is that there's actually a welcome reception over at the Wildlife uh, Express train station, which we actually told you a few weeks ago that this will be reopening. Um, and then the train station will be taking, or the, the train will be taking you to the other station over at Rafiki's Planet Watch, and then you'll come on back to the Harambe Market. Um, so again, throughout the night, you're, you're going to be... Um, uh, you're going to be taking in the sights and the sounds and all the flavors in celebration of the Lion King and the five, uh, the big five game animals, which are the African elephants, uh, the rhinoceros, the cape buffalo, the leopard, and the lion. Um, so you're going to pretty much learn about uh, the importance of these animals and the challenges that they face around the world and how Disney is working to protect them. Um so as you learn about that, you're actually going to be eating and drinking as well. So as I said before, you start at the train station and then you'll get uh, like appetizers and snacks, uh, both alcoholic and non-alcoholic beverages. And there's also going to be music um, uh, playing there as well. Uh, and then you're going to be hopping uh, on the train and you'll be heading over to Rafiki's Planet Watch. And while you're there, you'll have more food and more drinks and stuff. And then Timon and Rafiki will be uh, doing some character greetings. And there's going to be uh, fun, interactive activities for uh, the kids as well if they end up going. 
And then once you finish up over at Rafiki's Planet Watch, you're going to head back to Harambe Market uh, for the main event. And there's going to be a lot of sweet and savory dishes as well as unique beverages. So this sounds really awesome. Um, yeah, it's such a unique experience, too. Yeah. I, like, it's so cool. Such a fun idea. Yeah, it's a really f fun, interactive way to to do this. I mean... I I've never I don't think there's any kind of experience like this in Disney World where you're kind of hopping mm -hmm. around and doing that. Yeah, this is. I don't think this, so. Yeah, it's really neat. Um, and this actually begins on July 24th. So uh, it looks like this is here to stay. It's going to happen pretty often. I don't know if it's going to happen every night. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, the pricing for this is actually 125 dollars plus tax for adults, and 99 plus tax for children's three to nine. And you do need park admission for this. Uh, and you can actually make reservations right now if you'd like. Um, this is something I might consider for yeah, my, my next cool. trip. I, I really like it too. And at first I was confused because um, I wanted to know, like, okay, so how do they determine who has a reservation versus who has... You know, who's just a guest trying to get to Rafiki's Planet Watch. But Rafiki's Planet Watch actually cl usually closes earlier in the night. Um, so I guess they're just going to close it down for main park guests and then just let those with reservations on. So pretty fun. Yeah. And it is a little bit more expensive. I was kind of associating it more with kind of like the dessert parties that they have. Yeah, um, that's true. But the dessert parties usually run what like $75, $85 for adults. So this is a little bit more pricey, but I think it it, it kind of offers a lot, lot more and is more of an experience versus how many cookies can I eat? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I would definitely be interested in this as well for like a fun, you know, once, maybe twice experience, but I think it'd be really neat. Yeah, I'm going to have to, before I like make any reservations for this i feel like i'm gonna have to see what reviews are mm -hmm. for this and like what kind of food is being um uh food is being attached to this and if it's worth 125 dollars. i mean i think the experience of learning about what disney's doing but to protect these animals because it is really sad that a lot of these animals are kind of on the brink of extinction at some mm -hmm. point and uh i mean i think you'll get a really great learning experience from it um but hey i when I'm at Disney, there's you only have so much time, and you have to figure out how you want to spend your money. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's it's not cheap. So. No, nope, it is not. But I think it'll still get a pretty good buzz. Yeah, and um, so speaking of conservation, um, I wanted to bring up this next news story. So they actually debuted a statue over. At the um, the uh, between it's located between the land and the sea with Nemo and friends, uh, and it's it's all about the the new movie uh, Penguins that is coming out by Disney Nature. Um, so it's actually a giant peng uh, penguin sculpture that is created out of marine debris, um, and it's so it's celebrating the the, the Disney Nat uh, Nature Penguins movie. Um, and the thing is just made out of like bottle caps, toothbrushes, discarded toys, and it's all recovered from the oceans and waterways. Um, and the artwork was actually created by the, a nonprofit organization called washashore.org. And their mission is to produce powerful works of art that are helped to 
or that are designed to help inspire a global audience to keep oceans and waterways clear of plastic pollution. Um, so I don't know if you saw any photos of this sculpture online, but it's it's kind of amazing what they did with this. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's incredible. I I hadn't heard of this nonprofit until um, tonight. Um, it, it's it's incredible what they do, and I think it's such a great way to keep. You know, not to shove uh, conservation down your throat or any of that, but it's just such a nice little piece to remind you, hey, this is a problem. We need to do better. I think it's wonderful. Yeah, no, completely agreed. And yeah, I just wanted to bring that up real quick. Um, And it's it's so it's right now, again, like I said, it's in Epcot, but they also have another sculpture of it that's going to be in celebration of Earth Month. And that's happening right now between... um, April 1st and 30th at the over at the Animal Kingdom Park. So you can see the sculptures in two places. Uh, and then the Disney Nature Penguins movie is coming out uh, April 17th, if you were interested in that movie. So, yeah, just wanted to mention that real quick. Uh, so we have a, a couple pieces of Toy Story news. Yay, Toy Story. Yay, Toy Story. So this one is, so if you're, this is pretty much only for you if you're going to be at Disney World um, for the 4th of July. So this is pretty neat. So it's the Woody's Roundup Barbecue Buffet over at Disney's Contemporary Resort. So it is a big barbecue buffet with great food, entertainment, and it's all happening over at the resort. Uh, they're making an area set up that looks like Andy's playset, and there's going to be a lot of rustic camp time playsets um, that are that's just like a perfect setting for uh, a, a summertime bash. You'll be able to meet Woody, Jesse, and Bullseye, and then Buzz Lightyear, Lightyear will even be there, and he'll have his own playtime zone. Like there's going to be theatrical backdrops, toys, and then lots of other fun props that really bring everything to life. Um, for food, there's gonna be it's gonna be a barbecue buffet, so it's gonna be mostly meats, but they do have a, some vegetarian options. Uh, so they have like a beef brisket, smoked pork ribs, boneless chicken, uh, and then for the the vegetarians out there, there's a fire roasted vegetable cake, uh, and then they list a ton of sides like baked beans and all this stuff, and it sounds amazing. Um, yeah, I'm super super excited for this. I'm not gonna be there, but I just. I can only imagine how much fun it'll be. And I don't think you can meet Bullseye typically. So that's really cool too. You know me. I'm all about the character meeting. <laughs> so I think that will be so fun to see everyone's photos. Um, and I think Disney's doing really great with providing, like they say, the theatrical backdrops. Everyone's all about the Disney walls um, <laughs> in the Instagram community. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I am so stoked to see what this looks like. And, of course, the food is going to be amazing. Summertime, barbecue, you can't go wrong. So really looking forward to everyone's experiences with yeah. this i wish i could go <laughs> i know i know yeah there's there's a lot going on here i mean there yeah you have a dessert or you have a buffet for the kids there's gonna be lots of desserts uh cherry pie shots would sound awesome what? yeah there's a red white and blue cake push pop um, so there's going to be like a DJ there for the dance party. There's going to be lots of activities. There's going to even going to be a larger than life balloon artist who can create your favorite, <laughs> uh, your favorite Toy Story characters. 
Um, and then what's neat is at the, the very end of the night, you'll be able to go to the Port Cochere, which is uh, attached to the Contemporary Resort. Uh, you'll be able to go there at the end of the evening to get a really great viewing of the, the famous uh, Magic Kingdom uh, 4th of July fireworks. So you'll be able to see that. So that is actually happening for a limited time uh, for only three nights, and that is from July 4th to July 6th. Uh, and that goes between 6.15 to 9 p.m. or 9.15 uh, p.m. each night over at the Contemporary. Tickets for this are $149.99 for kids uh, and tax and gratuity is included. So, uh, yeah. So any, uh, cool. I, yeah, I kind of wish I was actually at the, uh, for, there for the 4th of July. So. I know. It's, 4th of July is a crazy time to be there. Um, yeah. just from working there, I can attest it is <laughs> nuts. Um, but it, this is such a cool event. I love it. I love how yeah. big Toy Story is getting too. I know. Oh gosh. I Wish. This... Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think this is like a really good event. If you want to like stay away from the parks at night, like on the 4th yeah. of July, uh, at least you can, I mean, you're paying extra money, but at least you'll, you'll have tons of food, tons of fun for the kids. Like you're, you're just kind of away from the crowds and you'll be able to do this. So that's a good option if you don't want to like be packed in with people on the 4th of July. For sure. Yeah. Cause I mean, the 4th of July is a super, super high crowd dates. And, and this is also good for folks who maybe are local and are just looking for something different and fun to do. Um, really cool really cool experience so I'm, yeah. I'm i'm stoked i'm glad they're adding a lot more to the resorts too and to disney springs i think that's really that's really awesome yeah giving just so many it's making it such more rounded well-rounded you know of an experience no definitely yeah the more events they have like this at the resorts the better gets mm -hmm. uh gets people out and seeing the different resorts because i mean to me the resorts also make the vacation so oh yeah absolutely yeah, so I want to let you take this news story because since you love characters, <laughs> uh, yes. who? what do we got? Guess who's coming from Toy Story? So Bullseye is really awesome, but all summer you can also meet Bo Peep. Ah, I'm so excited. Um, so if anyone, I mean, if anyone hasn't seen the Toy Story 4 preview yet, get to it. But uh, I haven't. I, what? I, yeah, I don't watch movie trailers, so I haven't seen it. <laughs> I know. Uh, I yeah. I don't like to be spoiled. To me, the movie trailers kind of spoil things for oh me, so I don't goodness. watch them. I know. Well, hold your ears for a second. But <laughs> Bo Peep seems to be a pretty big character in this new movie, which is wonderful because she's always just been kind of a couple lines in the movie each. If you know, if she's even there, I don't think she was really present in the second movie too much. But um, Bo Peep is going to have a bigger role in this movie. So now you can meet Bo Peep starting this summer. Um, and she is heading over to Pixar Pier at Disney California Adventure Park. She'll be in Toy Story Land at Disney's Hollywood Studios. She'll be in Disneyland Paris. And she's all also traveling across the Pacific and visiting the Disney parks over in Asia. So she it sounds like she's headed all over. So I uh, am hoping summer extends to October and I can meet her. Um, but I have a <laughs> feeling it's not quite going to. Um, or maybe she'll extend her time with us. But yeah, so this is all circle uh, kind of coming around when Toy Story 4 premieres in theaters. That's June 21st. So I'm really excited about seeing it because I've seen the previews, every little teaser trailer trailer possible. <laughs> Don't get me I'm wrong, I'm I'm really excited. I'm yeah. super excited for for Toy Story Four. 
Oh, man. So, yep, June 21st. It'll be there. And so uh, it doesn't specify when Bo Peep is coming. It just says this summer. Um, So I'm sure we'll start seeing her here at the end of May. So, all right, sounds good. Yeah, I uh, I don't think I would meet her. I'm not a, I'm not really big into meeting characters, but uh, yeah. I mean it's kind of cool that she is coming to the Disney parks. So mm-hmm. yeah, Very super. Cool. Yeah, that sounds pretty awesome. All right, so this is for you. The next news item we have here, we got uh, two more stories. Um, so this is for you, Florida residents. So. Disney had announced that there is a limited time ticket called Discover Disney. Um, So residents can visit any four days uh, through June 30th uh, for a pretty low price. So they have these two different tickets. One is a three-day discovery ticket, one park per day, uh, and that is for $175 plus tax. And then there's a four-day discovery ticket uh, just for $20 more, so it's $195 plus tax. Uh, So you can actually use those on non-consecutive days, and there are no blackout dates. So you can can purchase this all the way up until June 27th. So uh, pretty cheap tickets if you're you're a Florida resident and you want to do this. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Um, I mean, I always kind of just assumed most Florida residents were annual pass holders because why wouldn't you be? Um, but I guess I maybe not. I mean, this you, you can't go wrong with. I mean, that brings it down to if you do the four day discovery ticket, that's only forty nine dollars per day plus tax. Yeah. But yeah, it's, just, you, it's crazy. It's over, it, that's over 50 percent off. Yeah. And you can go anytime. Yeah. Again, through June 30th. So. So cool. Yeah. Um, All right. So the next kind of piece of news is actually staying within Florida as well. So I actually added this very quickly to the news segment before we actually started recording. Um, But the Orlando Orlando Sentinel, which is the newspaper down there, is they're actually reporting that Virgin Trains USA is planning to build a station over at Walt Disney World. Now, this is going to be one of those high-speed trains that are supposed to connect um, uh, Orlando and Miami. So they're they planning on have a st- uh, have, having a stop at like the Orlando International Airport, uh, and it looks like Fort, Fort Lauderdale, um, West Palm Beach, and like Miami. So, so Virgin USA is owned by uh, Richard Branson. And they, apparently they have raised $1.8 billion in the past few weeks for this. Uh, but, yeah, so apparently there might be a train station, a high-speed train that's going through Walt Disney World, which is kind of neat. That so. is crazy cool. Yeah, I think that's going to be so helpful, too. And especially for, um, you know, folks to who are going on cruises that go out of Miami, too. That's going to just seriously Ooh, save go- our time. Oh. That is a really good, I didn't think about that, yeah. They didn't say anything about whether or not that'll, you know, because I think with the cruise, don't they usually shuttle you themselves or there's a transportation provided? Well, there's there's Port Port Canaveral, I think, but I know there's also uh, cruise lines that leave out of Miami. Out of Miami, yeah. So if you are doing a cruise out of Miami, that could be a really easy and, I mean, it's usually usually pretty well priced uh to get down there so interesting to see how that goes yeah 
Definitely, yeah. I uh, I didn't read too much into it because again, I uh, put this in like right before we started recording. <laughs> but I'm gonna have to look more into the details on this, and we'll definitely report back if there's uh, anything new or like if there's anything that people really have to know about this. Um, but yeah, that, so that's gonna kind of wrap it up for the news today, Katie. Uh, we we asked for we got a bunch of questions in, and I think what we're gonna have to do is. Uh, thank you, everyone, for who who are submitting the, these yeah, questions. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so I think what we're gonna have to do, we're gonna have to keep like a tracker for ourselves uh, because I I'm trying to keep these episodes uh, as short as we can be. Try to keep them in a timely manner, so I can't answer all questions or we can't answer all questions at once. But uh, we'll see what kind of time we have left. And Katie, I think we have time for one question. So which one uh, do we want to answer today? Um, let's see. I don't know. We have a couple good ones. Did you have any that you wanted to hit? Um, you know, let's know. do. I want to get your thoughts on. So, so um, Enchanted Diaries from Instagram had had the question as they wanted to know our thoughts on the smoking ban. Mm, yeah. So I reported that last week. I kind of gave my thoughts, but since you actually worked at the Disney parks, um, what was what was your opinion on the smoking ban? Or yeah. Um, so bottom line, thrilled. I think it is wonderful. This is needed to happen for such a long time. And I'm glad they're finally just putting their foot down and doing it because it's, it's been scaled back so many times, you know, the smoking areas are getting more spread out and they're getting more smaller and whatnot. Um, so I think Disney's always been moving towards banning the smoking. Um, they just never, you know, had the final oomph to get there. Um, super, super glad that they finally are. Um, I'm not a smoker. I don't have any smokers in my family. None of my friends are smokers. So to me, this only ever screamed good news. Um, but now that it, the news has kind of settled and everyone's responding, um, just kind of going through what I've seen, you know, floating around just through the Instagram Disney community, I'm starting to kind of see how this could actually be a bad thing. Um, but more in the sense that, for example, I, for the life of me, I'm so sorry, I can't remember who posted about this. Um, but someone was saying how she wasn't a smoker, her husband wasn't a smoker, but her parents are, or grandparents, or someone in her family was who had mobility issues and took them longer to get around. So, unfortunately, I mean, yeah, everyone would want to say, oh, I'll just stop smoking, just stop smoking. But it's an addiction just like everything else. So it's that you can't just stop. I understand that. Um, so she was just pretty much saying that it's going to take a lot out of her experience because now she'll have to walk back and forth with her mom or grandma or whoever it was uh, to the front of the park. And that's going to hinder her experience being able to do what she wanted to do and also her mom's experience having to leave the park and come back in and leave the park and come back in. Um so I can definitely see where it is frustrating, um, but I think overall, I think it's 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 a really great move for Disney um, to do. Yeah, it's actually a really good point that you brought up. I never I never thought of it that way. I mean, I never anytime I went to the parks, I never really thought of it like as an inconvenience to me that people are smoking. It mm -hmm. never it never bothered me. I mean, I mentioned on the episode, I only really noticed it when it was on that one pathway between Tomorrowland and Fantasyland, that back pathway. Mm-hmm, yep. But it's like, okay, just pass by him real quick. It never really was an inconvenience to me. Right. Um, 
And I, I kind of agree that, yeah, it does, for instances like that, that does make it a lot tougher on families. Um, but, I mean, I, I, I'm glad that the smoking sections are gone, but, again, it wasn't really a big inconvenience to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm not going to miss it either way, but I know, like you said, some people are going to be in those weird, weird circumstances, and it will affect their, their trip. So. Yeah, and the other point that someone, a couple other people mentioned, was more on the extremely happy side, is that even though yeah the smoking sections weren't that, you know, common and it usually was pretty well contained at least in my experience it was usually well contained, but you still do have to pass by it sometimes, um, and for folks who have really bad asthma, it was really triggering asthma attacks, and for little kids too. Um, if you just walk past it, they would just have these really bad asthma attacks. So even if they weren't directly next to the smoking section or walking through them, you know, it could waft over and have this horrible experience. Um, and if you're not prepared for that, if you think that it's not going to be an issue, it could definitely take you by surprise too. So that is another really positive. Yay. Finally, uh, Disney is banning smoking story. Yeah. All right, cool. Very so cool. we'll, uh, I think you made some good points and we'll, uh, you know, I think we have, we have time for one more question, one more, and, uh, we will end it today. So, uh, what's, what's the last one that we're going to answer? Uh, so the other one that I really, really liked is from, uh, my good friend, Melissa over at always holiday and actually her, um, her cast member interview just posted this week. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go do that. Um, but she asks thoughts on Instagrammable food items in the park. (laughs) (laughs) So I think this is, it's such a cute question. Um, I personally love it. I love seeing the pictures. I love how creative Disney is getting with their items because they know they have such this, this such huge following and they have this huge desire for Instagrammable foods. And like I mentioned before, the Disney walls, Disney, Disney's hearing our feedback that we want more of that. Um, and I think it's awesome that they are providing that for us. Um, that being said, <laughs> I've also kind of come to realize that just because it's Instagrammable food doesn't mean it's good food. <laughs> so my big example is everyone is super, super, super stoked about the orange bird slushy sipper cup, right? But every single person I've heard try it says that the drink itself is gross. So <laughs> I, yeah. it, it's, there, there has to be this middle line between you know, doing something just because it looks pretty versus actually making it what we want. Um, but I think overall Disney does great. Another idea that came to my mind was the cotton candy they are doing for flower and garden. Have you seen oh, videos of that like seven layered cotton candy? In Japan, uh, China. In China, China yeah. yeah, that it's was incredible. so neat. Yeah, so I, I was had, crazy. I was, oh my God. I was chatting with one of, um, I was chatting with one of my friends, Shannon at Dole Whipper. Um, and she was, she had it, and I saw her story, and she was taking videos of the cast member making it. Um, and she says, bottom line, really cool, really fun to watch. Took her over an hour, I think she said, to get it. 
Um, one, because the line was so long and two, because it just takes so much time to make because the cast members are taking their time with it and it's a work of art as well as food, which I understand, but it does, it took a long time to get it. And she said, I think she got the five layer. Um, and she just said that it was just so much, it's so big. You obviously have to share it, but even then she was sharing and it was still way too much. Um, so there's, there's definitely something to be said about Disney providing us Instagrammable food, but um, I think sometimes it's almost too far. <laughs> <laughs> I still love it. I still love all of the food and all of the cupcakes that are put out and all the, the new ice cream cones that are in Magic Kingdom. Um, there's, what is there? There's the, um, oh gosh, I'm blanking right now. There's the up one. There's the tangled one. There's the third one. Which one am I missing? I mean, I know there's the Peter Pan float, but there's all these new ice cream cones that are super Instagrammable in theory um, but I have seen so many photos of folks trying to take that picture but you know it's Florida and it's hot so the cone just starts melting before you can really get that picture um, so it, it's it's interesting I think it's fun I like that Disney's listening to us but I'm wondering if there's a different route we could maybe be taking <laughs> No, I definitely hear you actually said like the same exact um, statements that like I was thinking. Uh-huh. Um, so I won't I won't repeat what you said, but um, I think it. So this Instagram, Instagrammable food that's such like a culture now mm-hmm. that it's. I feel like it's also bringing more and more people to the parks um, because people want to go and just like get their photo with this food or with the walls. I mean. Uh, it's a, it's just a culture. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's it's a big culture now, mm-hmm. and uh, it's I think that's what's also driving a lot of traffic to the parks or these yeah. these special items. Um, I mean, I think it's great because it allows the cast members who are designing these things to be really creative. And to me, like I've I've studied art and I went to I'm still a designer and like some of these culinary pieces of artwork that they come up with is just it, it amazes me i mean today they came out with this like mouseketeer cupcake based on uh, the the old mouseketeers um but i mean it's yeah I, I mean it's a culture now just getting all of these instagrammable foods and uh merchandise and stuff like that um i mean I know people are just all over social media, just making sure they're they're the first ones to go out and take photos of, of this yeah. item, of that item. Um, and I mean, it's making killer profit too, because they are going out, whether or not they actually want the orange drink that's in the orange bird zipper, they're still going out and buying it. Yeah. So it's working. Disney. Yeah. <laughs> Man, Disney's so smart. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, making a cupcake probably cost them like a dollar with the, the amount of cream uh, or and like uh, a flower, whatever they, they need to make a cupcake. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like, I'm sure it costs Disney like a dollar to make, and they're charging like six dollars for mm-hmm. it. So it's a huge profit for Disney. Oh, yeah. I mean, probably most people just take it; they they just buy it for the photo. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure that's what they do. And I would be very mad if they were to waste it. I mean, I assume all people eat it, but I'm sure there are people out there that just take it for the photo and then throw it away. But. <laughs> yeah. Um, At least but, give it to me. I mean, I'll take it. I know. <laughs> number of times I ask people to send me food in the mail from Disney. Yeah. No one has yet, but one yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, but my, my last thought on that is I just agreeing with you is that I also feel that a lot of these food items that come out, I've, I read a lot of these reviews on them. 
a lot of these items are not good. Yeah. Like, they're really not good. Like, I, I mean, I, I'm on the Disney food blog all the time, and I feel like they are just, they're pretty down on a lot of these items. I mean, not just the, the, the Disney food blog, but they're, it's a lot of web, websites as well, and I'm, I'm always up to date on what's going on with mm-hmm. the food. So, but it's, yeah, I don't know. It's, those are my opinions on the Instagrammable food items. There so. you go. I like it. Yeah, I think We're on you the said same it. page, mostly, yeah. Yeah, I think you said it better than me. So. <laughs> yeah. But. Now, will this stop me from buying any extravagant thing? Probably not. But, you know, yeah. still, fun to, still fun to look at all the pictures and try the different things. Definitely, yeah. But, all right, so that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode. Katie, where can we find you? You guys can come find me on Instagram. I am over at Magically Mootsy. Cool. You can also follow us on Instagram at Excess Press Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And guys, if you're not subscribing to the podcast already, make sure you do so on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or however you listen to podcasts. And I'm still looking for more people to do interview with a cast member with me. So if you were a previous cast member and you would like to be on the show, just reach out. Uh, you can actually contact, contact us at excesspresspodcast at gmail.com and we'll get you on the show but if there's any other questions or anything you had like that you can shoot us an email as well and make sure you guys are checking us out at excesspresspodcast.com we are putting up a lot of articles uh we talked about the the disney villains that just came out we talked about how the the festival dates are out and we even uh posted up an article about this new uh, banana macaroon cupcake that just came out uh, but that one apparently is pretty good. So I'll have to um, check that out. I hadn't heard about that one yet. Yeah, it looks it looks really good. So nice. yeah, we had uh, Nikki write that up about uh, about the the cupcake. So and uh, and then yeah, so guys, if you also want to leave us a voice message, we haven't had one of those in a really long time. But you can leave us a voice message uh, if you want to ha- ask us a question at all. So uh, easiest way to do that is use the voice recorder app or the voice memo app on your phone. Uh, and then you can actually email that directly to xspresspodcast.gmail.com. And we can play that on the episode. Just try to keep it to about like a minute long. Um, but yeah, we can probably answer your question on a later time. But uh, all right, guys. Thanks for tuning in and your support of the show. This is Matt and Katie from the Access Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.